welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to another faith-building message by Pastor David Entry. Faith comes by hearing and by hearing the Word of God. May your knowledge of Jesus Christ increase as you listen. Be blessed. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The end of Genesis chapter 20, you know what happened? The end of Genesis chapter 20, Abraham was instructed by God to pray for Abimelech. Okay. Abimelech's house, the women were not giving birth. Abraham to his house, no one was giving birth. But the end of Genesis chapter 20, Abraham prayed for Abimelech and the women began to give birth. God was just trying to teach him that if you can see me as the provider, your provision is is not very far from you. So then after Abraham prayed for them to receive their miracles, then or to receive their blessings. Then, Bible says in Genesis chapter 21, and the Lord visited Sarah, as he has said. And the Lord visited Sarah, as he has said. What was the the premise of God's visitation to Sarah, as he has said? He's always working what he said. The Lord visited Sarah, as he has has said, and the Lord did for Sarah, as he has spoken. It's very interesting. The Lord is a speaking God. As he has spoken. For Sarah conceived and bore, verse 2, verse 2 says, For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age at the set time which God. Uh, see, that's all God does. So he just speaks and then it's happening. Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a child in his old age at the set time which God had spoken to him. God spoke to Abraham and Sarah produced it. That's another interesting one. Verse 3 And Abraham called the name of the son who was born to him, whom Sarah bore to him, Isaac. Verse 4. Then Abraham circumcised his son Isaac when he was eight days old, as God had commanded him. But verse 5 is where the interesting story starts. Verse 5. Now Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born to him. And Sarah said, uh, Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and all who hear will laugh with me. Someone say amen. Amen. That will be your testimony. The next verse. Look at this. So she also said, Sarah said two things. Normally we've been talking about the first one she said. But she said she also said. Sarah also said. Who just said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children for I have born him a son in his old age. Oh, beautiful. That's the dream of the Lord. Listen, I don't know how how much things have delayed. Don't worry. It doesn't take time. It takes God. I said it doesn't take time. Tell someone it takes God. And so um, from this story, we can tell that it took God for it to happen. And then the the next verse, verse 8. So the child, oh, 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 oh. So the child grew and was weaned. Let's all read that part again. Can I hear uh, our lovely sisters to read it, please? Can we have the men, gentlemen, that want to hear some deep bass now? Let's go, Ben. I still believe you can do it better. Let's go ahead. So the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham made a great feast on that same day that Isaac was weaned. There's nothing wrong with feast and wedding reception, okay? It's in the Bible. <laughs> the first miracle Jesus did was wedding reception. So it got to a time where they couldn't afford it. <laughs> and they said, Jesus. <laughs> because they didn't, they didn't control the invitation letters. They just invited everybody. And then they said, but Jesus was there to turn 
water into wine. Don't put yourself under undue stress. It's not worth it. Some of you are driving cars that are burying you. Sarah started having problems. Because there are two sons. One came first. One came second. One was a child of promise. The other one was an illegitimate child. He wasn't a child of promise. And Sarah said, get rid of this slave woman's child. Because he will not share the inheritance with my son. Why didn't she do that earlier? Because she was waiting for the son to be weaned. Isaac must be weaned before you attempt to tackle Ishmael. Because if Isaac is not weaned, you attempt to tackle Ishmael. It's purely the work of the flesh. Because when you get rid of Ishmael, there's no Isaac to inherit. Isaac can't take control, can't take the reins. Some of us are are so busy trying to do, do, do without being. It's the promise, the, the seed of God you have in you, that makes you live the Christian life. It's not the commandments you are trying to obey. You didn't hear that. Ten commandments. For what? He says that the commandments, he is the fulfillment of the commandment. If you have Jesus and you live the life of God in you, you will not be busy trying to look, up, look for boxes to tick. Your living is the expression of God. Oh, God, it's Isaac. It's Isaac. Let's continue with the text and I'll show you something. And so Abraham didn't want to do that. He said, don't let it displease you because of that boy, your boyfriend or your girlfriend. He said, don't let it displease you because of the moment. Whatever Sarah, Sarah represents grace. Whatever Sarah has said to you, listen to her voice. For in Isaac, your seed shall be called. You are not losing anything if you can obey the voice of grace, the word of grace, because your future is actually embedded in the word of grace you hear. It's not embedded in that thing that is feeling threatened by God's word. Is anyone getting what I'm saying? So God said that, allow the woman to go. Galatians chapter 4 verse 30. Look at Galatians chapter 4 verse 30. I'm, I'm, I'm running up now. Galatians chapter 4 verse 30. Nevertheless, what does the scripture say? Cast out that born woman and her son. For the son of the born woman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman. Paul repeated, it was God who was speaking through Sarah. Sarah spoke, but God said, listen to her. Because that is actually, that's what God is saying here. So it was God who was speaking through. The son of the born woman is, is the, of the flesh. It's of the flesh. He said, cast a but you can't just, see, the problem is some people say, okay, I want to stop this, I want to stop this, I want to stop. You just can't say I'm stopping something. Just build a relationship. He said, walk in the spirit. And you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. The spirit, walking in the spirit representing, represents Isaac. Walking in the spirit. Some of us, you know the things we are struggling with, it's not because we, don't, we, we are getting weak or we don't have willpower. It's because our spirit man is so emaciated, you don't have the spiritual wits it takes to be able to take a stand for God. So instead of trying to find out what to do, what, okay, what to stop, what not to stop, start to, you see, Christianity, watch this, we, okay, we, um, we are born to live, to live in liberty, live in it. It's not so much as to the doing, but as to the living, who we are. Do you understand? Because you can, you, can, you can try and do and tick boxes, but actually, uh, the Bible says that when, if, uh, even if a leopard falls into the water, 
He cannot change his skin by getting the skin wet. So some of us are busy trying to get ourselves wet. But the root cause of the problem is a nature problem. It's organic. <laughs> it's, it's not synthetic. It's organic. You know, <laughs> what I'm coming to say is a laugh, laughable one that we stop. You can't, you, go, you can't go and buy special shampoo and hair treatment for a wig. Then you are wearing it. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting hair special. Special, it treats the, the scalp. No, whip doesn't have scalp. That thing is not real hair. It's not organic, it's synthetic. <laughs> do, you, do you understand what I'm saying? The crux of the message is that Ishmael must go, but Isaac must be win. Develop your spiritual life. That will give you what it takes to deal with the thing you are struggling with. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. Develop your spiritual life. And dealing with that struggle, that issue, that habit will be easy. But as long as your spiritual life is not developed, you are left at the mercy of your willpower. Mm. And you know your willpower has not been good for us. Am I talking to somebody? When we come to church, we come to church because we are building our spiritual man. We read our Bibles because we are building our spiritual man. We pray because we are building our spiritual man. And one of the things that develops a person very, very quickly is evangelism. When you talk to people about Jesus, it has a way of building your spiritual man. Yeah. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. When you go out, which a lot of uh, flesh junk gets suppressed yeah. and cleared out of your system. Yeah. If, you are, if you are always winning so you come so happy because you see Christ touching lives and you don't have time for a lot of... When I say crap, is it, okay, is it decent enough? Junk. You don't, have a lot, you don't have time for that. Why? Because your spiritual man is responding to God's um, invitation. It's growing. You grow by reading your Bible. You grow by praying. You grow by fellowshipping. And you grow by sharing Christ. Your steady life, your prayer life, your fellowship, and your sharing. That's, that's the only guaranteed, time-tested, and biblical proven means to grow spiritually. Four ways, stand for the cross. One is evangelism. One, that's sharing. One, the other one is fellowship. No Christian can grow above their level of fellowship. If you don't have fellowship with other Christians, you are not growing. You can't grow. Because the Christian life is a community life. It's a community life. How can you love if you're alone? You practice love when the, love is not internal, you express, you express it. I can love myself, that's not love. That's not love. Love has to do with an object of love. You make yourself the object of your love. You are, you are just selfish, you are just inward looking, and you are just filled with yourself. That's why people behave in a certain way. Because everything is about me, me, my, and myself. They don't care how everybody understands. So it's very important to understand, brothers and sisters, that you can make it, but don't trivialize things like coming to church. Don't trivialize things like reading your Bible. You don't have to be a theologian to grow. You don't need theological studies. You just need life. You, it's, when you go to the Bible, excuse me, brothers and sisters, you are feeding. You are feeding. It says, your way, I, find, I did find your words and I ate your words. And they became to me the rejoicing of my heart. I think in Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 16, or 16, verse 15, I think 15, 16. 
So the word of God said, man shall not live by bread alone, by every word that proceeds out of your mouth. See, your words were found and I ate them and your words was to me the, the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. For I'm called by your name. You have to eat the word. You have to eat the word. How do you eat the word? I think it's Job chapter 12, either verse 21 or 22, I suppose so. He said that I, I, I have esteemed your word above my necessary food. I've esteemed your word above my necessary food. All right, so it's important. You can grow. Bible says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 2, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. The word is milk, but depending on your level, that word becomes meat. Bible says that solid meat is for those who are of age, who by reason of use or by reason of exercise have their senses developed to discern between both evil, good and evil. Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12, 13, and I think verse 14. It says that, that by this time you ought to be teachers. You need that someone teach you again the elementary principles of God by this time. Someone say by this time. Hebrews chapter 12, chapter, chapter 5, I said, from verse 12. So that solid food belongs, said, solid food belongs to those who are of full age. That is those who by reason of use, by reason of what? Use. By reason of what? Use. Not storage, use. You have to use God's word, put it into action. That, that, that is the way you develop, you, you develop your senses to be able to discern between both good and evil. Because in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, this is 5, 12, 4 verse 12 says that for the word of God is active, for the word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two essence, sword, piercing even to the dividing of the soul and the spirit, the joints and the marrow, and it's a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Sometimes you are confused. You are you are, not, you are not sure. Um, you are not sure whether what you are doing or what you are about is it of God? Is it the will of God? When you study God's word, it's not in your mind. It stays in your spirit, and it's able to discern whether this is your flesh or it's your spirit. But if you have not developed your spirit, man, to be able to discern between flesh and spirit, how would you know? Because I found out from the Bible that the flesh always came. The flesh came first. According to 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 46, the flesh came first, or the carnality came first. What is, what, what is not, uh, 1 Corinthians says, however, the spiritual is not first, but the natural, afterwards the spiritual. All right, so if you allow the flesh, the flesh will take the lead. That is why Ishmael came before Isaac came. But Isaac must be weaned. Feed Isaac, sister. Feed Isaac. You... Don't accept what they are saying about you. You are not what they say you are. I am who God says I am. You are who God's word say you are. You might have done what they said you did, but you are not who they say you are. Because if you don't take care, you allow people, they will define you by your mistakes. And they will define you by your credit history. They will define you by your past. But you are not what you did. You are where you are going. Ah, did someone receive anything at all? Yeah. I want to give somebody opportunity to say, Pastor, I, I want to start afresh with Jesus. The problem I've realized in, in, in church is that sometimes we are so concerned about our image. It's not only in church. And in particular, this materialistic world, we are so concerned about our image, we are willing to sacrifice our reality on the altar of image. Because we want to look good. We want to look the Joneses. 
We want to fit in. We want to maintain and keep the status quo. But you know inside you are dying. When you come to church, strip all the veneer off. Strip it off and say, God, just as I, just as I am without pamply, by thy blood, was shed for me. I, I come to you. Just, just, and you know what? I like, what is what I like about God. He, he, he loves us just the way we are, but he will not leave us the way we are. He is willing to receive us the way we are. They, pastor, they brought a woman who was caught in adultery. They, she was caught and the Moses, the, see the commandment. The commandment said, kill her, kill her. He doesn't have to leave, kill her, kill her. Hey, hey. They brought her to Jesus. They said, okay, Jesus, now we've got Jesus. Let's see, you say you are grace. You say you, have, you love everybody. You say you are good. What do you say? What should we do? The law said we should kill her. What, are you going to oppose the law? Or what are you going to say? And they are ready. Jesus said, he didn't mind them. He wrote on the floor, on the ground. Because he was trying to tell them, that same finger that wrote the law is here. He was writing. He was writing. The Bible said the law was written with the finger of God. He was writing. He didn't, and they were pers- keep pursuing. And then when he lifted his eye, the first, what he said then, any of you which, who is without sin, that means if you have not, any of you have not broken the law, John chapter 8, am I right? Any of you who has not broken the law, let him cast the first stroke. No, he said, you, the rest are fine, but the one who hasn't broken any law before, who has not sinned, let him just take the first one, the first stone, and cast it. Then the rest can follow. Bible said they stood there, they stood there, and then right from the top, they started turning and they looking. Everyone left because he reminded everyone of their Ishmael. Because without Isaac walking, you can't deal with Ishmael. Thank you for listening. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Why don't you subscribe to our YouTube channel at Caris Church and subscribe to our podcast so you are always up to date. Be blessed.